Hello and welcome to a new edition of Woodrow's Wishlist. I'm Evan Woodson and in today's episode I'm going to be breaking down the Sports Illustrated Top 100 Players in the NBA's rankings, uh, some of the things I disagree with, and some players I'm kind of from that list that you know I thought were ranked a little bit low and I think will by the end of the season prove that they're a lot better than what they were ranked at. So let's get right into it. Going to start with an obvious one, I think. Um, you know, DeMar DeRozan at number 30. Uh, you know, this ranking is just, to me, it's utterly ridiculous. Um, you know, I don't, as I don't think DeRozan's, you know, a top, you know, 10 player. I think he is a top 20 player. If you look at his body of work, uh, you know, we saw the, the Raptors, what they were able to do last year. DeRozan's game was a huge part of that. You know, he's got one of the best mid-range games in the NBA, if not the best mid-range game in the NBA. Uh, you know, he's long. He's very athletic. You know, we saw the assists go up. Now, I know he's not a great three-point shooter, which, you know, does is going to hurt him a little bit uh, in the cause. But, you know, he's still a very excellent player. Uh, you know, bringing Toronto to the number one seed in the East. You know, just running into LeBron James is basically what it was. And, you know, not many people are going to win that battle. Uh, so, you know, De- DeMar DeRozan being at number 30 to me, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated seems to have a thing out for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, you know, we saw the same thing last year with them, um, you know, and I just think it's a little bit, it's a little bit ridiculous. <coughs> Sorry, it's a little bit ridiculous at his ranking. Uh, you know, he should be, I think he's, you know, if he's not a top 20 player, he's a top 25 player. I think he's going to have a big year for the Spurs next year. Uh, kind of expecting him to be an all-star. In the West, in the Lower Western Conference, uh, you know, we'll have, obviously have to see what happens. But um, I think he's going to be, you know, a 25-point-per-game scorer. He's going to be the best player on that team over LaMarcus Aldridge. And I think he's going to have a really big season with this Spurs roster. Uh, you know, Pop and him are going to have some great, some great chemistry. And we know we've seen what Pop's been able to do with players. And, you know, I just think that this is a little bit ridiculous and a little really unfair to DeMar DeRozan, who's, uh, you know, he's a heck of a player. Uh, He doesn't deserve this ranking. You know, last year, I think he was, you know, maybe even like 50 or something. And there was like guys like Nicholas Batum and Jay Crowder who were ranked higher than him. Uh, You know, that's just a little bit, to me, a little bit ridiculous. Uh, And I'm expecting big things from DeMar DeRozan. And, you know, he'll be thirsty to prove Sports Illustrated wrong, just like he was last year. Second team, All-NBA last year. Uh, you know, a little bit debatable if he should have been second team. Definitely third team, though. And uh, th- this is the one ranking that kind of jumps out at me at really just utterly ridiculous. Another one I'm going to talk about um, is Kyle Lowry at 23 over John Wall at 24. Now, I know this isn't much, but I just I don't see how Kyle Lowry is a better point guard than John Wall. You know, John Wall's got a lot of size on him. He's very athletic. You know, John Wall is one of the fastest players in the NBA. You know, Lowry shoots the ball a lot better. He's more efficient. He's a little he's a, he's a little bit better defender just because of how hard he tries. And he's a better leader than John Wall. You know, we've seen the problems that John Wall has. But overall, and as an athlete, John Wall is far superior to Kyle Lowry. He's also quite a bit younger. And I think heading into this 2019 season, 2018-2019 uh, season, that John Wall is just going to be a better point guard than Lowry. You know, John Wall is a borderline top five all-star. 
where Kyle Lowry, you know, he's a borderline top 10 all top 10 uh, point guard in the NBA, sorry. And uh, you know, I just think that it's not really a big jump, you know, it's only it's only one spot ahead, but I just I do believe that John Wall is a better point guard than Kyle Lowry, and I just think that, you know, he should be ahead of Kyle Lowry on this list. Another guy jumping with the Wizards, you know, Bradley Beal at 27, I think is a bit low considering you've seen guys like Gordon Hayward and Kyle Lowry, also guys who are ahead of Bradley Beal. I just think Bradley Beal, I don't really know how you can put Gordon Hayward coming off of an ankle injury. You know, the last time we saw him was a year, it was, you know, over a year ago, really, in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't think, you know, Bradley Beal, he's an excellent shooter. You know, I think he, he's going to be a, you know, 23 point per game scorer for Washington. He's going to be an all star again. He's going to be one of the best shooting guards in the Eastern Conference. I just think he's better than Gordon Hayward, even coming off of the injury. You know, Gordon Hayward probably was a little bit better than him before he got hurt, but I think Bradley Beal is a better player now. Uh, I definitely think he's better than Kyle Lowry, and I just think that you're going to see a big improvement from Bradley Beal. This is going to be one of the best courts, backcourts in the NBA next year with the Washington Wizards, and Bradley Beal is going to be a big part of that. Another one I saw, you know, just a kind of a minor thing, uh, CJ McCollum at 33 over Donovan Mitchell at 34, I just think is a little bit uh, ridiculous as well. I just, I don't see how you see last season. I know Donovan Mitchell is only in his first year and he has a lot to prove, but I don't see how from last season you just automatically say that, um, that he's that uh, CJ McCollum at 33 is better than Donovan Mitchell at 34. You know, I know it's one one playoff series, but we saw CJ in the playoffs get swept by the Pelicans, uh, and then you know we saw Utah with Donovan Mitchell basically carrying that team all season. Uh, you know, he was the best player on the, in a playoff series that had Paul George and and Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know, he was a catalyst for this Utah team who relied on him so much to score. Uh, you know, and I just, I don't see how you have CJ McCollum. No, nothing against CJ McCollum. I love, absolutely love CJ McCollum's game. I think he's a killer. I think he's a great guy, a great teammate. But I just, I think going into next season, Donovan Mitchell, you know, he's a top 10 MVP candidate for me. And I just think he's a little bit better than CJ. Uh, and I think he's going to prove that next year. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be around 25 points per game. He's going to be one of the best scorers in the NBA. And I just think that Donovan Mitchell, you know, he's ready to take over this league. He is an absolute killer. You know, we saw it in the playoffs last year. We saw hints of it in the regular season. You know, you saw some of the dunks he threw down and some of the dunks he attempted to throw down. This kid can absolutely ball. Um, he takes no prisoners. And, you know, I just think that, you know, heading in by the end of next season, we're going to be talking about Donovan Mitchell as a top 20 player in the NBA. Uh, you know, he'll be an MVP candidate for years to come. I think, you know, even just based off of one season, if he can keep this up, he's a no-brainer first ballot Hall of Famer for me. And I just think that he's got to be ranked higher than C.J. McCollum coming into the this season. And then, you know, Devin Booker at 50. Uh, you know, I know Devin Booker's still young. The Phoenix Suns haven't really done anything. He needs to have a good season. But, you know, just the on ability alone, he's got to be ranked higher than 50. I know the defense is a bit shaky. And, you know, his stats are definitely inflated because he's in Phoenix. But you saw him put up 70 points against Boston. You know, we've seen him do lots of things. You know, he's a very good player. I think he's going to have an excellent year. 
he's one of the future stars in this league. Uh, you know, he's a 25-point-per-game he's a scorer. I think this Phoenix Suns team will be very fun to watch. They're definitely a league, a league pass team you don't want to miss. Uh, and I think Devin Booker is going to show some people what he can do. I think 50 is just way too low for Devin Booker. Uh, you know, he's going to be competing for an all-star spot in the West if he can get Phoenix going a little bit with his averages. You know, he's such a gifted scorer. He's such a gifted shooter. He's got good size. And I think that, you know, the ranking at 50, when you're looking at guys like Robert Covington, um, you know, is ahead of him at 48. You know, Jalen Brown. I just don't see how Jalen Brown or Robert Covington is better than, than, uh, C, than uh, Devin Booker. And that's why, you know, the 50 ranking is a little bit ridiculous. Um, you know, and then Robert Covington, I think, is a little bit overrated at 48. You know, I know he does. He's one of the best pick-and-roll defenders in the NBA. He's a shooter, 3-and-D guy. But, you know, he, he wasn't great for Philadelphia in the playoffs. He struggled a lot. I thought J.J. Redick was better than him throughout the entire season. And I just think he's a little bit overrated in that regard. I don't think he's a top 50 player in the NBA. You know, nothing against him. I do like his game a lot, but I think the 50 rank, the top 50 ranking is just a little high for him. And then a guy like uh, Tobias Harris, ranked 65, I think is a bit low. Uh, I'm expecting a big year from Tobias Harris. I think he's one of my guys that I think is going to break out this year. He's got a lot of star potential. You know, he's big. He can shoot the three. He was having a great year last year in Detroit, you know, that he gets traded to Clippers. He's a heck of a player. I think he's going to have a really good year for the Clippers. He's going to keep them competitive in a very talented Western Conference. I think he'll be a 20-point-per-game scorer every night, a very reliable guy. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to what, what to, to uh, expect out of him for the next season. Miles Turner, another guy, 67, I think is a bit low. Uh, I think Miles Turner is another guy like Tobias Harris who I think is absolutely going to break out. He's going to be a candidate for most improved player. Uh, he's going to be one. Of, he's also going to be a candidate for defensive player in the year. This Indiana team is going to be very good next year. I think he's going to be the, the second best player after Victor Oladipo. And I think fans should expect a lot from Miles Turner coming into next season. I do think the 67 is a bit low, and uh, you know he's he's a top 50 player for me coming into this season. Um, and then 81, Al Farouk Amino. I think I don't think he belongs on this list. Uh, you know I know. He his his production goes more than stats, but I just he he's getting a bit older, and I'm I don't think he's a top hundred player in the NBA, especially when you look at guys that he you know he's ahead of guys like Terry Rozier, Taj Gibson, Lowry Markkinen, PJ Tucker, James Johnson, Andre Iguodala, you know guys like PJ Tucker, James Johnson are basically do the exact same thing that Al Farouk Camino does, but you know we saw PJ Tucker in the playoffs, he was an absolute killer for that Houston Rockets team going against the Warriors. I just don't see how you put Alfred Camino over P.J. Tucker, and even, you know, a guy like James Johnson, who had a stellar year last year, you know, Andre Godella, I know he's getting a bit older, but, you know, he still, he still can contribute quite a bit, and I think those guys all are a little bit better than Alfred Camino, so, you know, that ranking a little bit, you know, over the top for me. Definitely had a lot of problems with, with some of these rankings, uh, you know, the biggest ones being DeMar DeRozan, for sure, for me. Uh, the 30, I think, is just utterly ridiculous. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Excited to see some of these guys perform in the playoffs next year. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great season. So thank you for listening to another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. You can find me on 
Instagram at NBA Talk 49 or on Twitter at Gringo Time. You know, feel free to shoot me a message and uh, have a good day. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Woodrow's Wishlist. I'm Evan Woodson and in today's episode I'm going to be breaking down the Sports Illustrated Top 100 Players in the NBA's rankings, uh, some of the things I disagree with, and some players I'm kind of from that list that you know, I thought were ranked a little bit low, and I think will, by the end of the season, prove that they're a lot better than what they were ranked at. So let's get right into it. Going to start with an obvious one, I think. Um, you know, DeMar DeRozan at number 30. Uh, you know, this ranking is just, to me, it's utterly ridiculous. Um, you know, I don't, as I don't think DeRozan's, you know, a top, you know, 10 player, I think he is a top 20 player. If you look at his body of work, uh, you know, we saw the the Raptors, what they were able to do last year. DeRozan's game was a huge part of that. You know, he's got one of the best mid-range games in the NBA, if not the best mid-range game in the NBA. Uh, you know, he's long. He's very athletic. You know, we saw the assists go up. Now, I know he's not a great three-point shooter, which, you know, does is going to hurt him a little bit uh, in the cause. But, you know, he's still a very excellent player. Uh, you know, bringing Toronto to the number one seed in the East, you know, just running into LeBron James is basically what it was. And, you know, not many people are going to win that battle. Uh, so, you know, De- DeMar DeRozan being at number 30 to me, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated seems to have a thing out for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, you know, we saw the same thing last year with them, um, you know, and I just think it's a little bit, it's a little bit ridiculous. <coughs> Sorry. It's a little bit ridiculous at his ranking. Uh, You know, he should be, I think he's, you know, if he's not a top 20 player, he's a top 25 player. Uh, I think he's going to have a big year for the Spurs next year. Uh, Kind of expecting him to be an all-star in the West, in a low to Western Conference. Uh, You know, we'll obviously have to see what happens. But um, I think he's going to be, you know, a 25-point-per-game scorer. He's going to be the best player on that team over LaMarcus Aldridge. And I think he's going to have a really big season with this Spurs roster. Uh, you know, Pop and him are going to have some great some great chemistry. And we know we've seen what Pop's been able to do with players. And, you know, I just think that this is a little bit ridiculous and a little really unfair to DeMar DeRozan, who's, uh, you know, he's a heck of a player. Uh, he doesn't deserve this ranking. You know, last year I think he was, you know, maybe even like 50 or something. And there was like guys like Nicholas Batum and Jay Crowder who were ranked higher than him. Uh, you know, that's just a little bit, to me, a little bit ridiculous. Uh, and I'm expecting big things from DeMar DeRozan. And, you know, he'll be thirsty to prove Sports Illustrated wrong, just like he was last year. Second team, All-NBA last year. Uh, you know, a little bit debatable if he should have been second team. Definitely third team, though. And uh, th- this is the one ranking that kind of jumps out at me at really just utterly ridiculous. Another one I'm going to talk about, um, is Kyle Lowry at 23 over John Wall at 24. Now, I know this isn't much, but I just I don't see how Kyle Lowry is a better point guard than John Wall. You know, John Wall's got a lot of size on him. He's very athletic. You know, John Wall is one of the fastest players in the NBA. You know, Lowry shoots the ball a lot better. He's more efficient. He's a little, he's a, he's a little bit better defender just because of how hard he tries. And he's a better leader than John Wall. You know, we've seen the problems that John Wall has. But overall, and as an athlete, John Wall is far superior to Kyle Lowry. He's also quite a bit younger. And I think heading into this 2019 season, 
2018-2019 season that John Wall is just going to be a better point guard than Lowry. You know, John Wall's a borderline top five all-star, where Kyle Lowry, you know, he's a borderline top ten all top ten uh, point guard in the NBA. Sorry, and uh, you know, I just think that it's not really a big jump. You know, it's only it's only one spot ahead, but I just I do believe that John Wall is a better point guard than Kyle Lowry, and I just think that you know he should be ahead of Kyle Lowry on this list. Another guy jumping with the Wizards, you know, Bradley Beal at 27, I think is a bit low considering you've seen guys like Gordon Hayward and Kyle Lowry, also guys who are ahead of Bradley Beal. I just think Bradley Beal, I don't really know how you can put Gordon Hayward coming off of an ankle injury. You know, the last time we saw him was a year, it was, you know, over a year ago, really, in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't think, you know, Bradley Beal, he's an excellent shooter. You know, I think he, he's going to be a, you know, 23-point-per-game scorer for Washington. He's going to be an all-star again. He's going to be a, one of the best shooting guards in the Eastern Conference. I just think he's better than Gordon Hayward, even coming off of the injury. You know, Gordon Hayward probably was a little bit better than him before he got hurt, but I think Bradley Beal is a better player now. Uh, I definitely think he's better than Kyle Lowry, and I just think that you're going to see a big improvement from Bradley Beal. This is going to be one of the best courts, backcourts in the NBA next year with the Washington Wizards. And Bradley Beal is going to be a big part of that. Another one I saw, you know, just a kind of a minor thing. Uh, CJ McCollum at 33 over Donovan Mitchell at 34. I just think is a little bit uh, ridiculous as well. I just, I don't see how you see last season. I know Donovan Mitchell is only in his first year and he has a lot to prove. But I don't see how from last season you just automatically say that, um, that he's that uh, CJ McCollum at 33 is better than Donovan Mitchell at 34. You know, I know it's one one playoff series, but we saw CJ in the playoffs get swept by the Pelicans, uh, and then you know we saw Utah with Donovan Mitchell basically carrying that team all season. Uh, you know, he was the best player on the, in a playoff series that had Paul George and and Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know, he was a catalyst for this Utah team who relied on him so much to score. Uh, you know, and I just, I don't see how you have CJ McCollum. No, nothing against CJ McCollum. I love, absolutely love CJ McCollum's game. I think he's a killer. I think he's a great guy, a great teammate. But I just, I think going into next season, Donovan Mitchell, you know, he's a top 10 MVP candidate for me. And I just think he's a little bit better than CJ. Uh, and I think he's going to prove that next year. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be around 25 points per game. He's going to be one of the best scorers in the NBA. And I just think that Donovan Mitchell, you know, he's ready to take over this league. He is an absolute killer. You know, we saw it in the playoffs last year. We saw hints of it in the regular season. You know, you saw some of the dunks he threw down and some of the dunks he attempted to throw down. This kid can absolutely ball. Um, he takes no prisoners. And, you know, I just think that, you know, heading in by the end of next season, we're going to be talking about Donovan Mitchell as a top 20 player in the NBA. Uh, you know, he'll be an MVP candidate for years to come. I think, you know, even just based off of one season, if he can keep this up, he's a no-brainer first ballot Hall of Famer for me. And I just think that he's got to be ranked higher than C.J. McCollum coming into the this season. And then, you know, Devin Booker at 50. Uh, you know, I know Devin Booker's still young. The Phoenix Suns haven't really done anything. He needs to have a good season. But, you know, just the on ability alone, he's got to be ranked higher than 50. I know the defense is a bit shaky. 
And, you know, his stats are definitely inflated because he's in Phoenix. But you saw him put up 70 points against Boston. You know, we've seen him do lots of things. You know, he's a very good player. I think he's going to have an excellent year. He's one of the future stars in this league. Uh, you know, he's a 25-point-per-game he's a scorer. I think this Phoenix Suns team will be very fun to watch. They're definitely a league, a league pass team you don't want to miss. Uh, and I think Devin Booker is going to show some people what he can do. I think 50 is just way too low for Devin Booker. Uh, you know, he's going, to be, he's going to be competing for an all-star spot in the West if he can get Phoenix going a little bit with his averages. You know, he's such a gifted scorer. He's such a gifted shooter. He's got good size. And I think that, you know, the ranking at 50, when you're looking at guys like Robert Covington, um, you know, is ahead of him at 48. You know, Jalen Brown. I just don't see how Jalen Brown or Robert Covington is better than than uh, C, than uh, Devin Booker. And that's why, you know, the 50 ranking is a little bit ridiculous. Um, you know, and then Robert Covington, I think, is a little bit overrated at 48. You know, I know he does. He's one of the best pick-and-roll defenders in the NBA. He's a shooter, 3-and-D guy. But, you know, he, he wasn't great for Philadelphia in the playoffs. He struggled a lot. I thought J.J. Redick was better than him throughout the entire season. And I just think he's a little bit overrated in that regard. I don't think he's a top 50 player in the NBA. You know, nothing against him. I do like his game a lot, but I think the 50 rank, the top 50 ranking is just a little high for him. And then a guy like uh, Tobias Harris, ranked 65, I think is a bit low. Uh, I'm expecting a big year from Tobias Harris. I think he's one of my guys that I think is going to break out this year. He's got a lot of star potential. You know, he's big. He can shoot the three. He was having a great year last year in Detroit, you know, that he gets traded to Clippers. He's a heck of a player. I think he's going to have a really good year for the Clippers. He's going to keep them competitive in a very talented Western Conference. I think he'll be a 20-point-per-game scorer every night, a very reliable guy. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to what, what to, to uh, expect out of him for the next season. Miles Turner, another guy, 67, I think is a bit low. Uh, I think Miles Turner is another guy like Tobias Harris, who I think is absolutely going to break out. He's going to be a candidate for most improved player. Uh, he's going to be one. Of, he's also going to be a candidate for defensive player in the year. This Indiana team is going to be very good next year. I think he's going to be the, the second best player after Victor Oladipo. And I think fans should expect a lot from Miles Turner coming into next season. I do think the 67 is a bit low, and uh, you know he's he's a top 50 player for me coming into this season. Um, and then 81, Al Farouk Amino, I think, I don't think he belongs on this list. Uh, you know, I know he, his, his production goes more than stats, but I just, he, he's getting a bit older and I'm, I don't think he's a top hundred player in the NBA, especially when you look at guys that he, you know, he's ahead of guys like Terry Rozier, Taj Gibson, Lowry Markkinen, PJ Tucker, James Johnson, Andre Iguodala, you know, guys like PJ Tucker, James Johnson are basically do the exact same thing that Al Farouk Amino does. But, you know, we saw P.J. Tucker in the playoffs. He was an absolute killer for that Houston Rockets team going against the Warriors. I just don't see how you put Al Farouk Amino over P.J. Tucker. And even, you know, a guy like James Johnson, who had a stellar year last year. You know, Andre Godella, I know he's getting a bit older. But, you know, he still, he still can contribute quite a bit. And I think those guys all are a little bit better than Al Farouk Amino. So, you know, that ranking a little bit, you know, over the top for me. Definitely had a lot of problems with, with some of these rankings. Uh, you know, the biggest ones being DeMar DeRozan, for sure, for me. Uh, the 30, I think, is just utterly ridiculous. Um, but, you know, 
it is what it is. Excited to see some of these guys perform in the playoffs next year. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great season. So thank you for listening to another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. You can find me on Instagram at NBATalk49 or on Twitter at GringoTime. You know, feel free to shoot me a message and uh, have a good day. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Woodrow's Wishlist. I'm Evan Woodson and in today's episode I'm going to be breaking down the Sports Illustrated Top 100 Players in the NBA's rankings, uh, some of the things I disagree with, and some players I'm kind of from that list that you know I thought were ranked a little bit low, and I think will by the end of the season prove that they're a lot better than what they were ranked at. So let's get right into it. Gonna start with an obvious one, I think. Um, you know, Demar Derozan at number thirty. Uh, you know, this ranking is just to me, it's utterly ridiculous. Um, you know, I don't as I don't think Derozan's you know a top, you know, 10 player. I think he is a top 20 player. If you look at his body of work, uh, you know, we saw the the Raptors, what they were able to do last year. DeRozan's game was a huge part of that. You know, he's got one of the best mid-range games in the NBA, if not the best mid-range game in the NBA. Uh, You know, he's long. He's very athletic. You know, we saw the assists go up. Now, I know he's not a great three-point shooter, which, you know, does, is going to hurt him a little bit. Uh, in the cause, but you know, he's still a very excellent player, Uh, you know, bringing Toronto to the number one seed in the East, you know, just running into LeBron James is basically what it was, and you know, not many people are going to win that battle, Uh, so you know, DeMar DeRozan being at number 30 to me, uh, you know, Sports Illustrated seems to have a thing out for DeMar DeRozan, Uh, you know, we saw the same thing last year with them, Um, you know, and I just think it's a little bit, it's a little bit ridiculous, Sorry, it's a little bit ridiculous at his ranking. Uh, You know, he should be, I think he's, you know, if he's not a top 20 player, he's a top 25 player. Uh, I think he's going to have a big year for the Spurs next year. Uh, Kind of expecting him to be an all-star in the West, in a low to Western Conference. uh, You know, obviously have to see what happens. But um, I think he's going to be, you know, a 25-point per game scorer. He's going to be the best player on that team over LaMarcus Aldridge. And I think he's going to have a really big season with this Spurs roster. Uh, you know, Pop and him are going to have some great some great chemistry. And we know we've seen what Pop's been able to do with players. And, you know, I just think that this is a little bit ridiculous and a little really unfair to DeMar DeRozan, who's, uh, you know, he's a heck of a player. Uh, he doesn't deserve this ranking. You know, last year I think he was, you know, maybe even like 50 or something. And there was like guys like Nicholas Batum and Jay Crowder who were ranked higher than him. Uh, you know, that's just a little bit, to me, a little bit ridiculous. Uh, and I'm expecting big things from DeMar DeRozan. And, you know, he'll be thirsty to prove Sports Illustrated wrong, just like he was last year. Second team, All-NBA last year. Uh, you know, a little bit debatable if he should have been second team. Definitely third team, though. And uh, th- this is the one ranking that kind of jumps out at me at really just utterly ridiculous. Another one I'm going to talk about, um, is Kyle Lowry at 23 over John Wall at 24. Now, I know this isn't much, but I just I don't see how Kyle Lowry is a better point guard than John Wall. You know, John Wall's got a lot of size on him. He's very athletic. You know, John Wall is one of the fastest players in the NBA. You know, Lowry shoots the ball a lot better. He's more efficient. 
He's a little he's a he's a little bit better defender just because of how hard he tries, and he's a better leader than John Wall. You know, we've seen the problems that John Wall has, but overall and as an athlete, John Wall is far superior to Kyle Lowry. He's also quite a bit younger, and I think heading into this 2019 season, 2018-2019 uh, season, that John Wall is just going to be a better point guard than Lowry. You know, John Wall is a borderline top five All Star, where Kyle Lowry, you know, he's a borderline top 10 all top 10 uh, point guard in the NBA sorry and uh you know I just think that it's not really a big jump you know it's only it's only one spot ahead but I just I do believe that John Wall is a better point guard than Kyle Lowry and I just think that you know he should be ahead of Kyle Lowry on this list another guy jumping with the Wizards you know Bradley Beal at 27 I think is a bit low considering you've seen guys like Gordon Hayward and Kyle Lowry also guys who are ahead of Bradley Beal. I just think Bradley Beal, I don't really know how you can put Gordon Hayward coming off of an ankle injury. You know, the last time we saw him was a year, it was, you know, over a year ago, really, in the playoffs. Um, and, you know, I just, I don't think, you know, Bradley Beal, he's an excellent shooter. You know, I think he, he's going to be a, you know, 23 point per game scorer for Washington. He's going to be an all star again. He's going to be one of the best shooting guards in the Eastern Conference. I just think he's better than Gordon Hayward even coming off of the injury. You know, Gordon Hayward probably was a little bit better than him before he got hurt, but I think Bradley Beal is a better player now. Uh, I definitely think he's better than Kyle Lowry, and I just think that you're going to see a big improvement from Bradley Beal. This is going to be one of the best courts, backcourts in the NBA next year with the Washington Wizards, and Bradley Beal is going to be a big part of that. Another one I saw, you know, just a kind of a minor thing, uh, C.J. McCollum at 33 over Donovan Mitchell at 34, I just think is a little bit uh, ridiculous as well. I just, I don't see how you see last season. I know Donovan Mitchell is only in his first year and he has a lot to prove, but I don't see how from last season you just automatically say that, um, that he's, that uh, CJ McCollum at 33 is better than Donovan Mitchell at 34, you know, I know it's one one playoff series, but we saw CJ in the playoffs get swept by the Pelicans, uh, and then you know we saw Utah with Donovan Mitchell basically carrying that team all season. Uh, you know he was the best player on the, in a playoff series that had Paul George and and Russell Westbrook. Uh, you know he was a catalyst for this Utah team who relied on him so much to score. Uh, you know, and I just I don't see how you have. CJ McCollum, no, nothing against CJ McCollum. I love, absolutely love CJ McCollum's game. I think he's a killer. I think he's a great guy, a great teammate. But I just, I think going into next season, Donovan Mitchell, you know, he's a top 10 MVP candidate for me. And I just think he's a little bit better than CJ. Uh, and I think he's going to prove that next year. I think Donovan Mitchell is going to be around 25 points per game. He's going to be one of the best scorers in the NBA. And I just think that Donovan Mitchell, you know, he's ready to take over this league. He is an absolute killer. You know, we saw it in the playoffs last year. We saw hints of it in the regular season. You know, you saw some of the dunks he threw down and some of the dunks he attempted to throw down. This kid can absolutely ball. Um, he takes no prisoners. And, you know, I just think that, you know, heading in by the end of next season, we're going to be talking about Donovan Mitchell as a top 20 player in the NBA. Uh, you know, he'll be an MVP candidate for years to come. I think, you know, even just based off of one season, if he can keep this up, He's a no-brainer first ballot Hall of Famer for me. And I just think that he's got to be ranked higher than C.J. McCollum coming into the this season. And then, you know, David Booker at 50. 
Uh, you know, I know Devin Booker's still young. The Phoenix Suns haven't really done anything. He needs to have a good season. But, you know, just the on ability alone, he's got to be ranked higher than 50. I know the defense is a bit shaky. And, you know, his stats are definitely inflated because he's in Phoenix. But you saw him put up 70 points against Boston. You know, we've seen him do lots of things. You know, he's a very good player. I think he's going to have an excellent year. He's one of the future stars in this league. Uh, you know, he's a 25-point-per-game he's a scorer. I think this Phoenix Suns team will be very fun to watch. They're definitely a league, a league pass team you don't want to miss. Uh, and I think Devin Booker is going to show some people what he can do. I think 50 is just way too low for Devin Booker. Uh, you know, he's going to be competing for an all-star spot in the West if he can get Phoenix going a little bit with his averages. You know, he's such a gifted scorer. He's such a gifted shooter. He's got good size. And I think that, you know, the ranking at 50, when you're looking at guys like Robert Covington, um, you know, is ahead of him at 48. You know, Jalen Brown. I just don't see how Jalen Brown or Robert Covington is better than, than, uh, C, than uh, Devin Booker. And that's why, you know, the 50 ranking is a little bit ridiculous. Um, you know, and then Robert Covington, I think, is a little bit overrated at 48. You know, I know he does. He's one of the best pick-and-roll defenders in the NBA. He's a shooter, 3-and-D guy. But, you know, he, he wasn't great for Philadelphia in the playoffs. He struggled a lot. I thought J.J. Redick was better than him throughout the entire season. And I just think he's a little bit overrated in that regard. I don't think he's a top 50 player in the NBA. You know, nothing against him. I do like his game a lot, but I think the 50 rank, the top 50 ranking is just a little high for him. And then a guy like uh, Tobias Harris, ranked 65, I think is a bit low. Uh, I'm expecting a big year from Tobias Harris. I think he's one of my guys that I think is going to break out this year. He's got a lot of star potential. You know, he's big. He can shoot the three. He was having a great year last year in Detroit. You know, that he gets traded to Clippers. He's a heck of a player. I think he's going to have a really good year for the Clippers. He's going to keep them competitive in a very talented Western Conference. I think he'll be a 20-point-per-game scorer every night. A very reliable guy. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to what, what to, to uh, expect out of him for the next season. Miles Turner, another guy. 67, I think, is a bit low. Uh, I think Miles Turner is another guy like Tobias Harris, who I think is absolutely going to break out. He's going to be a candidate for most improved player. Uh, he's going to be one. Of, he's also going to be a candidate for defensive player in the year. This Indiana team is going to be very good next year. I think he's going to be the, the second best player after Victor Oladipo. And I think fans should expect a lot from Miles Turner coming into next season. I do think the 67 is a bit low, and uh, you know he's he's a top 50 player for me coming into this season. Um, and then 81, Al Farouk Amino. I think I don't think he belongs on this list. Uh, you know I know. He his his production goes more than stats, but I just he he's getting a bit older, and I'm I don't think he's a top hundred player in the NBA, especially when you look at guys that he you know he's ahead of guys like Terry Rozier, Taj Gibson, Larry Markkinen, PJ Tucker, James Johnson, Andre Iguodala. You know guys like PJ Tucker, James Johnson are basically do the exact same thing that Al Farouk Camino does. But you know we saw PJ Tucker in the playoffs; he was an absolute killer for that Houston Rockets team going against the Warriors. I just don't see how you put. Alfred Camino over P.J. Tucker, and even, you know, a guy like James Johnson, who had a stellar year last year, you know, Andre Goodella, I know he's getting a bit older, but, you know, he's still, he still can contribute quite a bit, and I think those guys all are a little bit better than Alfred Camino, so, you know, that ranking a little bit, you know, over the top for me, 
Definitely had a lot of problems with, with some of these rankings. Uh, you know, the biggest ones being DeMar DeRozan, for sure, for me. Uh, the 30, I think, is just utterly ridiculous. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Excited to see some of these guys perform in the playoffs next year. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great season. So thank you for listening to another episode of Woodrow's Wishlist. You can find me on Instagram at NBA Talk 49 or on Twitter at Gringo Time. You know, feel free to shoot me a message and uh, have a good day.